Tonight's Survivor Know-It-Alls is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Get a two-week free trial of Hulu Plus and check out all your favorite fall TV shows when you visit HuluPlus.com slash Rob. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they want the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor no way to They're the dumbest folks around. Steven, oh my God. Oh my God. Survivor Know-It-Alls is here. And wow. and Steven, this, this is the night where we have to start laying the smack down. Yeah, it's time to smack some, some down. It's time, it's time for some nerdy smack down with these people yeah. because Steven, in, in the 10 seasons that I have yeah. been podcasting about Survivor... And in the 29 seasons of this show that I have seen, I have to say that unilater- unilaterally, Stephen, this could be the worst collection of Survivor players I've ever seen. This may be the worst sing- the, the worst strategy since before they had invented strategy in, in Survivor Borneo. Like, they, they were voting more rationally in Survivor Borneo before they were even yes. voting strategically than they voted tonight in survivor season 29 blood versus water yes that is all that's that's all correct and i don't want to say it was a bad episode because i have to say it was it was it was was enjoyable it was enjoyable to watch i smiled the whole time but this is and it's not just one person and like i thought we were going to come on here and talk about oh my god drew is he the worst survivor player ever is is he the worst strategy but he's not alone that there are four or five people in this group and i just said this on twitter that usually we have a tribe that we have one tribe that's the dodo tribe and steven we've got two we got two Two tribes of no. dodos come on you what can about josh josh well i i get uh, josh is one of the this this saving <laughs> bastions of of people actually who have been playing reasonably well strategically but you count you can count them on one hand steven we need we need saving bastions and in this season we need all the bastions we can get all right so we're gonna get into everything you know what before the season started jatia said hey nobody better talk bad about the new survivors because they can't tweet and i'm gonna be defending them and oh, wow. uh she be- well get ready tonight Okay, because we're going to get it. We're going to get into all of this, all of these people, all of these players, because uh, very few people will have immunity tonight. Is Jatia going to be defending? We should you should get (laughs) we have have a segment where she defends them. Yes, yes. Eventually, when she watches these episodes, uh, she's going to have a lot. She might have a lot to defend tonight because <laughs> when she's run out of other content on the Internet to consume, I think this might be the, the bottom for her. Of, uh, that's right. Watched. We may we may test how much she loves nerds tonight because we <laughs> yeah. are going to have a lot, a lot to say about all of this. Thank you guys for joining us live here tonight. Uh, we got the chat room going on <laughs> robinswebsite.com. You guys are especially active already uh, on what should be a very lively conversation. Uh, we've also got our Twitter open, hashtag RHAP, plus our YouTube channel. You could send in your comments as well. We will take many of them later on in the show. Go to robinswebsite.com slash YouTube. Steven, we've got a, a humdinger of a show tomorrow on Rob as a podcast. Well, first, oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I will speak with Drew, Drew Christie. Wow, that's amazing. That should be pretty good. (laughs) He was right. He was vindicated. All along, he said the girls would vote him out, and the girls voted him out. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was. He is like, you know, Oedipus. (laughs) Yes, yes. He made it happen. He made it happen. Then we will talk to the great eliza orleans the number one person that you would want to talk to when people are throwing challenges i love it when i don't know the spoilers it just works out that way sometimes you are able to always get eliza like right after a thrown challenge it's like (laughs) destiny you know like there's something like i do think there's something like mythic about survivor and the way that it kind of works out and i and there's something just essential to scheduling eliza and like a thrown challenge the survivor gods are in our favor 
Yeah. They're smiling on us. And then, yeah. Stephen, if that wasn't enough, then yeah. we will be taking your voicemails. And no, it, mine? No. Well, if you call in. Oh, okay, okay. And it will be the talk of the town as oh, yeah. Bryce Johnson is no. going to join us to take your calls tomorrow. Yes. Dot, dot, hmm. Wow. <laughs> dot, Amazing. dot, dot. Hmm. So, dot. Yes. Yeah. So get your voicemails in when we talk to Bryce tomorrow. Send them into Rob has a website dot com slash voicemail or three, two, three, two, eight, two R H A P for the have talk you- of the town. Have you talked to Bryce before? I mean, obviously, when he was eliminated, you talked to him. But yes. Have you talked to him? You have. You I, have. I've been messaging with him, but I have not uh, had oh, a... You haven't had him on the show. I bet he's, I bet he, I bet he's, he's a great guy. He was a great exit say. interview, and I've been wanting to get him back uh, ever since. And I'm this glad we... Perfect. Found, this is perfect, yeah. Glad we found a way to do it. Okay. So, let's, let's get into it, Stephen. And I, I guess, uh, do you want... Let's start with this tribal council. Because, okay. you know, to this point... Yeah. And, and this, this vote was was totally idiotic with uh with what what ultimately ended up happening even leading people even- were voted for four people and now like i do think so I, I i tweeted like right after this you know when was the last time that four people were voted for and there are tribal councils you know it's like when they split a vote and then someone cast yeah. over here and someone gets, like that happens it but happens like, pre-merge with like zero strategy like john literally said there are so many strategies i have no idea what i'm doing i do not know who i should vote for like who says that at tribal council and john is like one of the smarter players yeah well we thought we thought so because coming he was in aware because john like socrates was aware that he knew nothing you know that's that's how you, you know <laughs> yes. like yeah why drew one who knows yeah. he knows nothing yeah. drew is is not the wise enough to know he knows nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but i thought as that's as that's happening and i'm trying to like transcribe as fast as i can yeah. uh when that's happening when john is is saying that you know I thought it's posturing, Stephen. I know? thought so too. I thought he was shutting down. You know, he was like, "Oh, who knows what's happening?" You know, yes. like he was like shutting down because uh, it was right after um, you know the whole like Jeremy Keith feud, and I thought he was trying to like defuse that. So I thought like, and then nope, turned out that turned out he had no idea, and he voted for Keith. You, you would think he would almost he would turn to somebody and yeah, say, yeah. "Can anybody please just tell me who to vote for tonight?" I just tell who's who's getting voted out. Please tell me. So I write the right name down. He didn't even do what Drew did. Did he suss out that? Okay. Drew's going to go home. So let me figure, let me figure out what's, what's going to, what's, what's going to happen. Um, but no, that's not, that's not what he did. So let's, let's break down. Do you want, I mean, should we break down who voted for who? Yes. Let's break down who voted, who voted for us. So we know the, I wrote it all down. I wrote it all down. Good, good, good. All right. Start. Let's start with the, the votes for Drew tonight. Votes for Drew were Kelly, Natalie, all the women, Julie, uh, Muffin, and uh, Jeremy also voted for Jeremy. Drew. So it, that's it was right. the women and Jeremy all voted for Drew. Not as fun as if Jeremy hadn't voted for for Drew also, because I was ready. I was ready to say somewhere Brad Culpepper is smiling because four into nine does equal in. <laughs> but no, Jeremy did ultimately vote with the well, women tonight. And kudos to Jeremy too, right? Because he wanted Keith out and he still voted with his alliance and instead of voting uh, with his heart. And you know what? Like all season long, you know, Jeremy has also been one of our bastions. Oh, and, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Jeremy is out of the bastions. He is oh, no. no longer I, a bastion. He's out. He's out. Out. We're going to have to have a bastion. We'll, we'll talk about the the debastioning de- 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 of Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. You, you, I'm open to be convinced. Cause like, this was not Jeremy's strongest episode. And the fact that I'm saying, well, he voted with his Alliance is like a strength of his, you know, when that's basically a given for, for anybody else in any other season, you know, this is like relative, right? Like this is like in the, in the, you know, tribe of, with, with no the land of one eye, <laughs> there's one eyed strategist yes. can vote Yeah, in the kingdom of the blind. Alliance. The man yeah. with, with one vote is king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So the women and Jeremy vote for drew. That's correct. Drew votes for Kelly. That's He's alone. That's also correct. Um, John votes for Keith because he has no idea what he's doing. That's right. Um, and then Reed and Keith vote for Julie. That's right. Also. And John was the one who wanted Julie out. But, uh, so, but he, he, and he didn't even vote for her. 
Do you think it's possible that John was going to vote for Julie? I think that actually would make this almost make sense if John had planned to vote for Julie. So John, Reed, and Keith, like the kind of guys who thought Julie was maybe on the outs and like weak and lazy around camp, they were all going to vote for her. Um, you know, the girls were obviously all voting for Drew. And then like, I'm just trying to distill some order out of this chaos. I believe Jeff Probst said, was it a brilliant tribal or absolute chaos? Chaos. The answer was chaos. Yes. Chaos. Not brilliant. Yeah, not brilliant, not brilliant uh, and indeed chaos. So, yeah. I, I mean, the the thing with with Drew is did Drew do you, do you feel like Drew thought he had the numbers here? Yeah, I mean, I think Drew's perception of reality is flawed, right? Like we can agree about that. Like he thought that he would be able to convince Jeff to give them back the swimming or the, the fishing equipment. Yes. You know, like Drew is not. I don't think we can rely. We can like rely that Drew has a, a real, a real accurate understanding of, of reality. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So we have to accept the fact that Drew is uh, not. What would you say? He's not in, insane, is he? Is he delusional? I think delusional. Okay. Delusions of grandeur for sure. Delusions right. Like he's everyone. He's is, a la- hey. He's a ladies' man. His brother said. He is a ladies' man, yeah. Yes. And you saw, I mean, so my my viewing partner noticed that every time... <laughs> viewing partner? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't watch it in solitude. You know, I have friends. You know, you're not my only friend. You don't have to rub it in now. <laughs> yeah. Um, said that, every, you know, Drew's sightline is basically always on a girl's ass. Like, mm-hmm. every single, like, you, like, at Tribal Council, he watches the butts go by on, on you know, sure. on Exile Island, he's watching the butts go by. Like, he's always looking at butts. He's a butt man. He's a butt man. He's yeah. a butt man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be the hashtag. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, Drew, uh, there's, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm uh, trying to collect myself, Stephen. Yeah, because you're it, outraged. I'm, I'm, I, I am just, uh, I am bum puzzled. Bum. <laughs> I'm bum what puzzled. Level, what level of survivor is this? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's some, it's somewhere between a, uh, it, it's probably a two. Um, yeah. But I'm just, I'm bum puzzled as to why, what did Drew see right. in Kelly that made him think she is the mastermind running everything in the show. He told us, he told us he was well, very explicit. Yes. He said she has never missed an episode of the show. <laughs> I don't even think that's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Never once. Come on. Like you were on vacation. It was like a Thanksgiving episode, a recap. She probably missed a recap. Well, I guess if you've never seen the show, you would probably not want to have somebody who has seen the show and like, Hey, Hey man, that's not fair. She's seen the show before. Yeah. It is an unfair advantage. That is unfair. That, so that is his reason that she is the mastermind because, because she has never missed an episode of the show. Yeah. That's like, she like knows what's going to happen and stuff. Like she, it's like she read the rules. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't want to play with somebody like that okay um, um all right let's so let's talk about jeremy because he uh, we could just go on and on and on drew is drew is not a good player drew uh played a very dumb game yada 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 we could just go on and go on and on and on and i'm sure we will over the next 24 hours or so but let's let's <laughs> talk about jeremy because i am interested to know why you think jeremy is still doing a good job when i just think he's not doing a bad job but you go go ahead go ahead you know like sell me on his badness Jeremy outed himself at tribal council. He, he referred to Keith as being in his alliance. Uh, He talked, he, he spilled everything that everything that's that you don't want to do at tribal council. He talked about sub alliances and stuff like that. And who does that? Everybody. I'll tell you who who does that. John Cochran does that. And that was John Cochran's strength in Survivor Karamoan was that he would be so forthright in tribal councils about, well, we could, you know, in tribal, Jeff would go to him and be like, knowing that Andrea has an idol could, might it not make sense to blindside her? And Cochran would be like, well, I can see the strategic purpose of blindsiding her, but Andrea serves a value right now. He was so forthright about all of his alliances and you know, I think Jeremy being that forthright, I don't think like his his real alliance who are the women, they're not going to suddenly think like, oh, Jeremy's with Keith. He's out to get us. You know, I I don't know, Stephen. Are, are you telling me that this is this is the best uh, possible a, a lot as you know? 
I just think there's something to it. I think there's something to the idea of being so forthright about strategy in tribal council that no one can actually see your strategy. And that was what Cochran did so well, was he made everything the game so much. I mean, Jeremy's not playing it in like the Cochran-esque dispassionate way, right? Like he's he's overheated in here and he's angry at Keith. Uh, but I, I don't think it's it's like a deal breaker. Well, to, it didn't have to be a deal breaker. Jeremy made it a deal breaker. The thing with with Keith and the idol, they, they could have gotten over that, you know, right. e, and even if J- Jeremy tells us in confessional, you know what? I'll never trust Keith again. He could have brought Keith back into the fold and yeah. not out this whole thing at tribal council. And we could have had an alliance. We could have had a sub alliance. If I'm sitting there, I'm like, boy, Jeremy's really, you know, playing very hard right now. He's talking about the, this, this, I have this alliance. I have, have a sub alliance. Right. Um, what, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you come to me? We didn't have to tell anybody. I mean, he outed, he, he blew up his entire game. Yeah. No, look, ultimately, I agree with you that it was not like the smartest decision at tribal council to talk through this with Keith. I don't think it's as it's as catastrophic as you do. Um, But I do think that, you know, there's there's some I do think there's some merit to the idea of like just being really forthright, especially at tribal council, um, because it's actually like a place you can be forthright. And who knows? You know, maybe now he and Keith will go and heal their wounds. I don't know. He, I thought he looked bad. And I, I don't think he came. He was coming from an analytical place. Of, You're right. He was that, well, that's the problem. He was coming from a place of like he was really upset about this and he was going to confront Keith about this. But he still voted with his alliance, even as upset he was, even though he confronted Keith, he still voted with the girls and he voted for the person who went home. Steven, now I was ready to come on. I saw the votes were ultimately going to be five for Drew. And I said, OK, well, it's going to be the women and uh, my guy Reed probably yeah. voted with the women because we didn't hear him the whole episode tonight. He said one thing though. He said, you know, uh, Julie is, is weak in challenges. Okay. He said Julie is weak in the challenges. And so I figure, okay, he probably ended up uh, voting with the women. And yeah. so, because it seemed like that, obviously we saw Jeremy is mad. We figure maybe Reed is with them, but Reed votes with Keith. And he yeah. votes against against Julie, and nobody else is voting against Julie. Uh, that's why I'm thinking, like maybe like Keith and Reed and John had a thing, and then John flipped. Like maybe they thought that like they were going to take out Julie, and that like who knew what the girls were doing? You know, there's that was like it. You know, like they like they just had no guys as a whole. Obviously, were completely fractured, except for Jeremy, right? He knew what he was doing, kind of. But they also just had no conception that the girls were actually like could vote as a block. You know, it seemed that they were not aware that the girls maybe had an alliance. Like there seemed to be like this idea that like, well, the girls are off there, and we can talk crap about them, and they won't have any awareness of us, even if they're two feet away. And uh, you know, they'll never pull together a strategy. Like what? That's the craziest thing to me. Like what the guys thought about the girls. Yeah. No, Drew, I, I mean, he was terrible. I mean, he was really, I, I think if I was going to make a list of the 10 worst players of all time, he would certainly be on that list. I Come think. on. Come on. He was, he was spectacularly bad. Yeah, he was spectacularly bad. And this episode like made him truly like, you know, yeah, he was pretty bad. He, he the threw worst ever. On, the worst ch- ever. I, I, I didn't say worst ever. I, I'm saying yeah. that he's he's getting strong. Considering top considerate, 10, top, ten, top yeah. 10 worst ever. Yeah, I think I put him so, in there. He's spe- pretty bad people in that mix. He was spectacularly bad, Stephen. Dan Lembo. Come on. Dan Lembo was top <laughs> finished in the top five. You can't be spectacularly bad and, and come in the top five. Yeah, All right, that's fair. He got again, he, voted he out, voted out first tribal council. And yeah. he threw the single-handedly threw the challenge to go there. And Stephen, off the top of my head, I can't recall a player taking it upon themselves to throw the challenge for the team. Usually, this is a team conversation, yeah. or a team, or at least like out. a a couple people, a cadre of people would get together and say, "We're going to throw need, the challenge today." You need a cadre. Uh, he single-handedly threw the challenge. I guess yeah. Philip Shepard. Philip Shepard, uh, right. l- you know, threw the challenges right. on purpose. Sure. Yeah, he did throw the challenge. Sure. With, uh, yeah. Um, yes, I am not, as a rule, opposed to throwing challenges. No, I think, you can throw yeah. a challenge. Right. Although, don't 
say that to a lot. I won't. Yeah, you're you're going to upset her. <laughs> I, I I might just to get her get her worked up. Uh, yeah. But I think that there's like you know like I think it's much more dangerous as a tribe. You know, from the tribe's perspective, to never go to tribal council, to go to the merge. You know, with all of these issues unresolved, I think that's really dangerous. You know, probably the tribe is stronger now for having voted out Drew. Um, and you know, but but uh, yeah. Pretty amazing that the episode that Drew single-handedly throws the challenge, he is then voted out. Yeah. And, I mean, Stephen, was there a 1% chance in your mind that anybody else was going out except for Drew? <laughs> no. This episode, that was so amazing. Like, it was so obvious who was going out, and it was still fun to watch. You know, like, there was no... And that's what, like, I wish they did more of it, or, you know, I don't need, like, the is it A or is it B, you know, narrative. I just, I like the, here are the obvious reasons why everything goes wrong. This idiot did something really stupid. He's a jerk. And here's why we're voting him out. I think that can be a really compelling story. And that's why this episode was so great. Yeah, it, it was just a, a a real spectacle of just how how terrible one person can be, because at no point did he did it occur to him, boy, I suck at Survivor. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job here. I'm I'm playing an awful game. He is telling us over and over, uh, he is the badass. Yeah. Uh, he is he's running this everybody. game. He's, he's the yeah. king, and that's and that goes, you know, part and parcel with the worst players of all time. Oh yeah, they always think they're all, <laughs> well, well, not being self aware is a, is a, essentially the bad skill, right? Like not having any awareness of the people around you or how you're impacting them. Like that is the losing skill, and Drew had it like to the maximal degree. Yeah. Um, when I talked to your buddy Otis uh, the other day on the show, oh, yeah. we were t- that he brought up something about uh, people who don't listen. Oh, yeah. And well, that's yeah, that's, the, you know, the ultimate one of the most cardinal sins of Survivor. And there's this one se- There's one thing that like completely sums up Drew's game. Yeah, when I know what it's going to. Yeah. Yeah. They're having the talk and <laughs> it's John of all people saying, hey, we need to vote out Julie. And he's like, and we need to do, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you didn't even let me finish what I'm going to say. He's like, no, the person, and he's not like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, no, 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 no. We got to vote out Kelly. It's not even, you didn't even let me finish. He literally says, will you just listen to me? And Drew (laughs) shakes his head. No, 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 cannot, cannot, will not. That's not going to happen. Like, I will not even listen to you make the point of like why, you know, I will. Yeah, it's just crazy. That scene is truly like the perfect lesson in how not to play Survivor. Like John comes up to Drew and says, here's why we got to vote this person. Here's all my reasons. Drew says, nope, not even going to listen to them. Kelly Reed says the same thing. Then Jeremy comes over. What about Keith? He just totally shuts it down. It's crazy. It's one of the most strategically terrible scenes in the history of the show. It's it's really, really got awful. Um, Steven, from a actual strategy point of view here, I think that the and it came up a little bit here tonight that John says, hey, the people that have their loved ones, we need to stick together. But this this alliance that formed the the, the alliance that voted out Drew tonight, interestingly enough, uh, it contains Jeremy. Loved one is gone. Natalie. Loved one is gone. And Julie, who. You know, right. you had Jeremy and Natalie who were at John Rocker's throat uh, right. last week saying, we hate John Rocker. John Rocker sucks. Julie looked like she was going to maybe have to pay for John Rocker's sins. Ends up by these meatheads in her tribe being forced into a grouping with the other two people that lost their loved ones. Do you think that Jeremy, Natalie, Julie could move forward looking for to pick up more people who've lost their loved ones? Looking for loved ones in all the wrong places. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that it's more likely that like Jeremy's with these girls. I don't think that you know that was his strategy from the get go. I don't think it's like a loved one based strategy. You know that's John's hobby horse. Maybe uh, you know, but but I, I don't I don't. Yeah, but I mean, it's his hobby. It's classes, again. Let's. Uh, I'm like, I'm being like Drew. I'm sorry, Stephen. Let me. No, let, no, no, you no, you no, finish. You no, I mean you finish. But if you're right that it was John that was talking about it, but. Almost just like Drew had the self-fulfilling prophecy of, hey, the, we, the women are going to end up voting together. Yeah. If 
John is going to force the issue of the couples need to stay together. The people who aren't in the couples will return the favor and they already have an alliance and a working relationship together. Right. That's possible. It's possible. It could end up happening. Could end up happening. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see as we get closer to the merge and and tribe swapping and stuff like that to see ultimately how big of a factor that is. Now Alec becomes the fourth person without a loved one. Alec came off badly too. You he know, did. what about what is it with these brothers? You know, he was like bullying Baylor. It was so weird. He came and he up was so self-righteous about it too, in like the exact same way that Drew was really self-righteous. Right. Like I, I think we need to have the, you know, the show psychologist come and pay Alec a visit because he definitely demonstrated that he's having some he he definitely has some baggage of that, you know, Drew got preferential treatment and he had to work for everything. His brother was the golden child, and he takes that out on Baylor of of all people so weird and it just seems like because baylor is a young girl that like alec is able to you know bully her it's just like it's like really terrible behavior it's like screw you baylor you're just like my brother and and <laughs> yeah. and and then and dad loved you more too baylor that uh, i hate you yeah yeah how come not, you not got good. a car and i didn't baylor yeah like i really it's just like uh like slow slow your roll alec yeah slow down <laughs> Slow down. Calm down. Calm, Calm down. down. Calm down, people. Well, now he's outlasted Drew. Do you think this is going to be a big, a big thing for him? It's this like could be huge for him. Vetus, yeah. Or Vetus outlasted Iris. This could whatever. be a big deal for him. I yeah. think so. Um, so let's let's see. Uh, could we talk about the uh, Keith thing with the immunity yeah. idol? So, so what the Keith goes to exile and gets a clue for the immunity idol. Correct. He's got one. Um, from his last time and he goes looking for the idol and can't immediately find it so he assumes that jeremy has it and of course what do you do but tell everybody tell else everybody. in the tribe that jeremy has the idol jeremy has the idol everybody yeah uh not the greatest strategic move hey everybody the guy that's in my alliance has the idol also like the guy that's in all of your alliances has the idol like does keith think that this is not going to get back to jeremy like if you tell five people something of course it's going to like make its way around camp yes and they're in firefighters r us together yeah <laughs> Dude, that's like the cardinal sin of that <laughs> not anymore yeah and yeah yeah okay uh, all right so then he outs that okay jeremy has the idol but then he goes and finds the idol did yeah. you agree with the strategy to then say, well, I'm just, I just better not say anything to anybody. <laughs> Do sure? Should he have doubled you, back? You, yeah. There's once you've told everyone that Jeremy has the idol and pissed off Jeremy, the move is then not to tell everybody that you actually have the idol. Okay. So you agree with how, how it ultimately went out, went down. And ultimately he may not know that he pissed off Jeremy. He right, probably right. doesn't know. Tribal council. Yeah. Yes. Um, so did you, do you think that Jeremy should have confronted Keith beforehand or do you think that, that, that Jeremy, well, Jeremy ultimately outed him at tribal council. That's gotta be the wrong move. Should Jeremy have, have had a conversation with Keith before tribal council or should Jeremy have just said nothing? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say because we don't really know how much Jeremy is in Keith's alliance, right? Like we saw like Jeremy or like Keith was with Val. And so Jeremy came when, when he, you know, on exile on the first exile, when he came back, Jeremy's like, well, I owe him at least one tribal council. Although, uh, he, you know, that he clearly felt that debt, you know, was no longer relevant. Um, so, so, but he, it made it seem that like Jeremy was not really in Keith's alliance, right. Or that Keith was not really in Jeremy's alliance, that he was kind of like this outside figure. Satellite. So, yeah, exactly. Sub-alliance, sub-alliance. Sub the outside of the sub-alliance, though, the, you know, the extra alliance, like the exo-alliance. Um, so so uh, if, uh, if, you know, if, if Keith doesn't really care about Jeremy, there's no real reason for him to confront him. It just depends on how, you know, how, how deep their, their bones go. Yeah. Well, now Keith's out of the alliance and Kelly is in. Yeah, Kelly's in. And she is the one to watch because she has seen every episode. The master player, the, the Except, mastermind. Yeah, but she missed she missed Guatemala because no, you know, no one really watched that. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Taking digs at Guatemala. Steven is throwing shade at Survivor Guatemala tonight. Yeah. No, I just, I just like the, I haven't seen that. It's yet. the Mayan Empire. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw. I, I thought you were so close with Brian Cordan. I am. I am. I really keep on meaning to watch it, but you know, you just never find the time. All right, Stephen, I want to look at things from the opposite perspective. We've been killing people left and right tonight talking about who sucked yeah. the most. Let's right. look at it from which of these, which of these four women 
do yeah. you want to give the credit to tonight who, who for making this fishy? happen? Who does it? Is it A, yeah. Natalie? Yes. Is it is it B, Kelly? No, it's Natalie. Is it C, Julie? I already told you, it's Natalie. Or is it D, <laughs> Muffin? Oh, no, Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. I thought Natalie was very good tonight. I, Natalie did well. She was, first of all, she's in all the guy discussions, right? Like none of the other girls are in those discussions. Natalie is the only one when the guys are like hanging out being like, let's get rid of Kelly. Let's get rid of Keith. Let's get rid of uh, Julie. You know, Natalie's the one who's in those conversations and saying the girls cannot vote you out because there are fewer of us. <laughs> Natalie's also the one who goes back to the girls and is like, hey, those guys are idiots. Let's vote them out, even though there are fewer of us. Um, you know, it's funny that both the twenties played the exact same strategy and it worked out really well for one and really spectacularly bad for the other one. Wait, why, how do you, why do you say that? What was Nadia's strategy that, Hey, the girls should get together <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah. and then we'll, and we'll bring, and we'll bring in Josh cause he's like one of the guy or one of the girls. Uh, yeah. and ultimately that was a turnoff. Um, but turns out Jeremy is like one of the girls. Well, maybe if, yeah, maybe if Natalie had said to Jeremy over and over again that they, she was only aligned with him because he was so girly, like, he, that, that might not have worked out. But for, they, for, they had the identical strategy for the identical it was the twins. Identical. That's a great point. And, you know, probably part of why, can I steal that for the blog? That's a really yes. good point. Yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to. Um, probably part of why that worked out so well was um, that Nadia is gone, right? Like, Natalie seems less threatening because she doesn't have her, her 20. Yeah. So uh, very interesting to see uh, how that ultimately is, is going to play out with uh, the 120. It could be the first one out. Could one, Steven, this is like the greatest science experiment of all time. Wow. Could one we take identical yeah. twins and yeah. put them on Survivor <laughs> on separate tribes? One of them's the first one out. The other one wins the game. That's amazing. I mean, that is proof of some uh, proof of something. Proof of probes. proof of something. Jeff Probst will make a big deal about this at the reunion. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it'll be it'll be pretty spectacular of is it nature versus nurture? Yeah, clearly. Yes. Uh, could could Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dan DeVito make a movie about this? But it's like the Boston Rob, right? There's like 50 percent of the time Boston Rob goes out first and 50 percent. He wins the game. Yeah. All right. Um, we are going to uh, take your questions here and start to get into what you guys have to say about this episode. Hashtag R.H.A.P. Also, send in your questions to us on our YouTube channel at Rob slash YouTube. I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of Rob has a podcast. And those are our friends over at Hulu Plus. And mm-hmm. if you are watching this show, chances are there's a very good possibility that you like TV and you like good TV. Steven, you like good TV, right? I, I work in TV and uh, oh. I, yeah, I do. I, and I subscribe to Hulu plus it is where I watch. Like I catch up on all the shows that I like, I need basically every day to like do my job. All right. Well, it's the fall and Steven, it's not just time for pumpkin spice latte and apple yeah. cider. It's also time for all the fall TV shows to come back. And uh, the best place to catch up on all the shows that you could be missing is Hulu plus because right now you could watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like sleepy hollow, Bob's Burgers, Once Upon a Time, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Revenge. And Steven, I know you love Revenge. I do. I love Bob's Burgers. I love Revenge, but more than that, I really actually love Bob's Burgers. That's exciting. I didn't know it was on Hulu Plus. I'm gonna, I will check that well, out. Well, if you've missed any, you could catch up on Hulu Plus. And yeah. because you've probably watched Hulu Plus on your computer, but Hulu Plus is, yeah. so, is so much more. Uh, it, it is. People think they're identical, like Natalie and Nadia, but one yeah. is actually going to go much further, take you much further than Hulu Plus. Yeah, I, I do Hulu Plus on my smart TV, too. Like I have it on my, like, it's one of the apps on my TV. I watch it on TV. I watch it on, and sometimes I will start something on my computer and be like, this is worth blowing up on the big screen, and I'll watch it on TV. Sure, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, uh, pre- pretty much anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Natalie is the is like the twenty plus, and Nadia is just like plain regular twenty. She's normal twenty and twenty plus. You can take her anywhere. You can go to exile with her. You can go all the way to the end. You you know that's the going. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Hulu Plus lets you watch every episode of shows like South Park, Family Guy, America's Next Top Model, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, lots of the Real Housewives stuff, and plenty of the back catalog se- seasons of Survivor. And as we know, Kelly. She's seen them all. That's probably how she watched so, them. But Drew needs to go check this out so that next time, you know, he's, he's not as threatened by people like Kelly. 
Yeah. Like in, in Blood versus Water 2 or 3, Return of the, the Brothers. Yeah. Well, uh, versus, versus Drew versus Alec. Oh my God, it's gold. Yes, fantastic. Well, Drew will have plenty of time to binge watch now that he's at the Ponderosa and it'll be perfect. Yeah. So uh, for only $7.99 a month, you could watch all the fall shows anytime, anywhere. But uh, you'll get the hookup with a two week free trial when you go to huluplus.com slash Rob. Uh, that's like, that's better than the hidden immunity idol oh my god i wish i'd known about it like i i'm you know i'm paying i didn't get no two-week discount like a schnook you're paying paying full price like a schnook yeah yeah Yeah. all right so go to huluplus.com slash rob get your extra week for free let them know uh that we sent you by using our link it helps support the podcast and you get a better deal that's huluplus.com slash rob for the two-week free trial all right let's get into some questions steven i like i love the questions i have you know it's it's good um nick 2s wants to know didn't the sit outs of the challenge make you wonder if the whole tribe was thinking of throwing it rather than just drew i think john sat out of the challenge and so did jeremy i thought the the sit outs of the challenge it was definitely jeremy and And john as well yeah um i just think it could be a factor of who's a good swimmer uh, yeah, Keith actually was a surprisingly when Keith went like as their anchor, I was like, come on, guys, like that's a terrible idea. But then Keith killed it. Yeah, I did not get the sense that anybody else wanted to throw the challenge. I know it, that maybe it helps the narrative, but I did not get the sense that anybody else was trying to throw it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and let's take another question from Humberto. Humberto wants to say, Rob and Steven, do you think that the Alec Baylor scene was a setup for a long brother and sister story arc for these two? No. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. maybe. I, I thought I that they. Maybe. I thought they were like a showman, Stephen, and oh, this was like. Oh, showman. did they like break up? Um, it's possible. I mean, he's clearly setting something up, right? Like Baylor has got this weird, and I hate to talk about edit, you know, but she has this interesting edit where like she's Josh's ally, but then all of her confessionals are about how she doesn't like Josh, and now she's bullied by uh, Alec. Maybe this is setting up, you know, I, can I speculate? I mean, sure. it's maybe this is setting up a Baylor quit. She's she feels alone. No, no, I don't see a Baylor quit at all. I I actually feel like if anything there's you, you know really, you know, giving Baylor a a good edit coming up because like the quit edit is a lot of like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's so hard right. out here. And then it's like, uh-oh, next episode, watch out. But even in the previews, like previously on Survivor, they were showing like, and and it was, you know, Baylor showing like, hey guys, come on, are we going to have balls around here? Like, I felt like they really played down Josh's contribution to the John Rocker vote off. And they made it seem like uh, Baylor's calling the guys out for not having balls uh, was part of the turnaround of voting out John Rocker. That's interesting. That's interesting. So you think Baylor goes deep and this is sort of showing the, the bullying she's faced along the yeah, way. Adversity. Yeah. Okay. Diversity. Uh, the great and modified and Margaret wants to know, is there validity in John's argument to get someone who lacks a loved one out of the game? Should that be something to consider? Well, you kind of were talking about this before. I think it's a good strategy. I mean, that will give John a, a compliment here um, because that's probably, that's all he deserves tonight. But he, I think he had the, a good point of we should vote out Julie because uh, she has lost her loved one. I think that's a good idea too. like getting rid of someone who has no loved one and is a single, especially if you're a double is definitely dangerous. They are a possible floater for another alliance. They're harder to target. I think there's a lot that's right about it. Yeah. How did you think about how Julie handled John Rocker getting voted off? I thought she did a really good job, right? Like kudos to Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, Anna Jose wants to say, should we give Drew any credit for identifying Kelly as a possible threat is Kelly actually a threat? So no and no, no and no. Um, I think that she's more of a threat than Jacqueline. Like, I don't think that she's that that Kelly is bad. Yeah, no, I don't think she's bad. We haven't seen very much Kelly, you know, so it's hard to like say. Um, I, she's not bad. She's probably more of a threat in the actual game, right? Like, if we if we can extrapolate not from what we've seen of her in the edit, but from you know just the little we've seen of her in competitions and how people have talked about her. She's probably like a solid player who knows the game, who's you know somewhat strategic, who uh, you know probably is something of a threat, but you know not the uh, not the threat that the, that Drew is willing to throw his game away to remove uh, for. Uh, speaking of Drew, uh, you know we didn't touch on Drew's attempt to resell, to regift the Flint back to Jeff Probst. 
Yeah, I was trying to say, like, that's crazy. Do you, yeah, I mean, it's just like an insane, like, hubris, lack of self-awareness where you think that that's ever going to work. Yeah. Especially after the last time when Jeff, like, shouted at you for the the terrible deal you're making to come back after the fact with Flint. Like you'd think Jeff would like show up in your camp and steal your rights. Well, he did do it before the challenge started. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the right time. Um, I like that Jeff like strung him along a little bit. He's like, All right, I'm going to let this guy hang himself with his own noose a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then afterwards he's like, Hey man, just because I had the balls, nobody else had the balls to do this. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll give you a pat on the back for that. Uh, big on uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Jeff Probst like uh, no backsies. No, 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 his life is fine. <laughs> My life is fine. No backsies. Fine. Yeah, he doesn't need the flint. Okay, what do you what do you got here from James uh, Pickering? James Pickering wants to know who is the worst fourth boot, Jatia or Drew? See, this is where your whole like worst player ever thing like falls apart. In world of Drews, there is also a Jatia. Yes. Jatia did not throw the challenge to Jatia was just bad at the challenge. Like, so you think, I mean, isn't that worse though? Being terrible at the challenge than throwing it. At least there's some agency involved in throwing it. For, for what I understand, Jatia tried her hardest at the challenges. Yeah. Drew actually could be good at the challenge and tried to do bad. I feel like that's right. worse. I think, I mean, what if, if Drew is sometimes good and sometimes bad, depending on his choice versus Jatia, who no matter how hard she might choose is terrible. Like, plus like Jatia threw out the rice. Right. Yeah. Not a great survivor. Jatia survived two previous votes. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, so, somehow Jatia was there and they said, you know what? We're going to get rid of David Sampson. Somehow Jatia was there. They said, we're going to get rid of Garrett. So but that wasn't like because Jatia is a great player. That's because they thought like, oh, we can drag Jatia along. She's terrible. But that we we have this Drew who was spectacularly yeah. bad, who was so not in the conversation and got himself voted out of the game. So Jatia threw out the rice. Yes. Still a better survivor player than Drew. Yes. Yes. I, I am saying no. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bazingification wants to say, anyone else die when Drew said that he was here to strategize and manipulate minds? No, just me. Okay, crawls back into a hole. Um, that was very funny also throughout the night as Drew gave us his commentary of how great he was doing. Yeah, that was great. He really, they really hung him out to dry, the, that, the editors. They really, like, all of his stupid jackassy comments they showed. It was delicious. Um, it was delicious. And it was great knowing that he was going home too. you know, like they just really just like built and built and built until the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. That was very fun. It was, you know, sometimes you need that on survivor. It was great. It was great. And look, everyone's loving it, right? Who's not loving this episode? We we were all, we were all smiling the whole night. And and at the end of the day, you know, if we, if we enjoyed it, does it matter? Does it have to be good gameplay for us to be happy? No. Already this season, if I told you the winner of, of Survivor 29 is yeah. blank, do, do we already, do we say, oh, well, they played against bad competition? But, you know, that is literally true of almost every season. They say, well, they played against bad competition because most of the people who are on Survivor, just like most of the people who live in America, are absolute lunatics. Um, and, right, like people, these people are nuts. They're not very strategic. They haven't seen Survivor a lot. That's true of the general population, and that's true of the contestants on Survivor. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, every season, it's easy to point to a lot of bad competition. Most seasons have typically three or four good players at most. And, uh, you know, it's easy to say, right? Drew's a classic pre-merge Survivor boot. Yeah. Cla- just a classic pre-merge, you know, goof that ends up uh, spectacularly flaming out, giving us a good episode four. Yeah, he's like a, he's like the guy who, you know, every season there's like the guy who thinks he's the leader or the girl who thinks she's the leader. She pisses off everybody. Drew just happened to be like more of our cartoon than a lot of them. Sometimes they're jerks and you're like, ah, yeah, they got rid of the jerk. Drew's just like a, a, an oaf. Yeah. The toughest episodes I think of a survivor season are basically episodes like two through like until the merge, you know, those are really the, 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 the pre-merge episodes. Sometimes it's hard to uh, get your really good, interesting stuff there. 
We got a swap next episode, as I predicted. As I predicted, no, you did not predict. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes a, a bragger. You're being a real <laughs> Drew right now. I'm the badass. I'm the badass. I called it. Yeah. I called I'm it. I'm manipulating the know it all. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, are, are you? Not to get too much into uh, that, but uh, are you excited that that is what's going to happen? I am excited for the swap. I'm really excited for the swap. Uh, I like a good swap. I like to see family members together. I like to see new alliances. I think we're at the point in this season too where something's got to give. You know, the strategy kind of sucks. So maybe maybe a swap will mix things up, make it interesting. I would have waited a week. I feel like we finally have some interesting stuff going on on both sides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's take a question from Survivor Twerks. Wants to say, we're reading John's votes throwaways so the girl block would work. Interesting. But Steven, could this be? <laughs> yeah. Could it be? This is, this maybe. Yeah, this, this has got to be some fan fiction. Fan here fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's like nice to think that everyone is acting very strategically in concert. But I think the lesson from this uh, episode was that this tribe is a mess. Uh, they're not acting in concert. The idea that two people would throw away their votes in order to like hide three other, four other people's votes. Very um, generous of you. It's a, it's a, a thoughtful and generous interpretation. Uh, it is also a wrong interpretation. <laughs> yeah. And what would be the point really to not let Drew know? It's, Cause right. Drew's going to be on the jury now. You don't want to piss him off. The only person who then would be like, would be like, john you like pulled the wool over john's eyes like okay yeah okay um uli klemper wants to know did you feel like jeff calling drew out you are single-handedly losing the challenge and immunity was unfair seemed too personal seems like jeff did not really love drew christie but that you know what that's like a very common remark from jeff if you are losing the challenge he will say you are losing the challenge yes you know Yes, I, I recall during Survivor Philippines that Jeff called out uh, Katie uh, in a similar fashion. He calls people out, and sometimes it makes the show, and sometimes it doesn't. And it probably makes the show more often when it's relevant to the person falling on his face, as Drew did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, G- you know Jeff really—he uh, was making fun of him at Tribal Council. Like Jeff was really—you know—he he had the whole thing with the flint with him. So yeah. uh, Jeff really seemed to have fun uh, picking on Drew. But you know, Drew really presented him the opportunity. You give <laughs> Jeff the opportunity; he's not going to back away from it. He did. All right, let's do two more questions. Two more. Uh, this is from Alex G. Who says, is production so bad at hiding the idols that now they just jump towards whoever is digging? That the, the idols jump towards you? I mean, it looked like uh, from the story we saw that, you know, it was that, Jer- that, that Keith went looking for it. He didn't find it. And then he looked in a better place later on. Like he figured out that he had been wrongheaded. So, you know, maybe it would have jumped towards him the first time. You know, I, I, I guess my point is it obviously took some work because he missed it the first time. And then Jeremy missed it, right? And uh, other folks missed it. Okay. Steven, give us the last question. All right. Um, Gary H. My Lazy Cat. Gary Hogan wants to know. Do Gary Hogaboom? Yeah, <laughs> Gary Hogaboom. Do you think needing all related players thinned the casting pool this year? Because, wow. So the, the fact that they had all players who were loved blood versus water made the choices worse because, uh, wow. Okay. Um, I mean, probably. I mean, that. what are the chances you're going to find two people who are good at Survivor who are related? I mean, in the original Blood vs. Water, we right. had 10 people, and some of them were actually good at Survivor, and, then yeah. they ha- and, and some of them had loved ones who might have even been good at Survivor. But we kind of already knew who was going to be good at Survivor to bring them back. So we said, okay, here's, here's you know, five people that are good at Survivor, uh, here's five other people that we know aren't that good at Survivor, and then they'll each have a loved one. Some of their loved ones will be good, and some will be bad. And at least right. we kind of knew what we were getting, but this has been a, much more of a crapshoot. The other thing I'll say, too, is that when you have the loved ones of Survivor, they have seen Survivor seasons, right? Yes. They have watched the show. They're invested in it. They've met the other contestants. Like They're aware of the strategy. They're, they're in the, the game is part of their life. Right. So... Uh, they're not going to be like a complete neophyte in a way that like, clearly a lot of these folks are. Um, so I think that, you know, I typically dislike seasons where half of the people are returnees and half are new pe- players because the new players are basically, um, you know, they're just cannon fodder, essentially. But uh, I do think that's actually a more effective blood versus water formula, because to your point, like they are handpicking people who will be good TV 
and who some of whom will definitely be strategic. And then they've got, you know, loved ones with them who will know the show. Yeah. It's like with each of the pairs, they, they were making like a double bet on each person. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you could like really knock it out of the park and get two great people or you could really strike out and get two crappy people. The other thing is like, you know, let's give it a chance. Like, even you know, I feel like even Caramellin, which people remember very fondly, like at this point in the game, people thought it was terrible. Worst right? season ever. Worst season ever. Exactly. And at that point, it was it was terrible. Um, and I think this is better than Caramoan was at that point. And maybe it gets better by the, by the merch. Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a good show. You know what? Even in a bad, even in an off season, it's a great show. Steven, even bad survivor is still a good survivor. I, that's, that's my perspective. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, like some other things in life. Like podcasting. Yes. Even a podcast <laughs> yes. is a great podcast. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, all right. So Steven, uh, is it true Kelly is getting the fishy? No, no. Uh, Natalie is getting the Natalie, fishy. Natalie, Natalie, Natalie. Yeah. Um, right. So we have a very busy day tomorrow, of course. Uh, I'll have my interview with Drew Christie. Uh, talk to him on Thursday morning. Plus, uh, we'll get our big Survivor podcast up for you guys by late Thursday night with Eliza and Bryce. Your talk of the town. Get wow. your voicemails in for Bryce. Uh, Rob is website.com slash voicemail or 323-282-RHAP. And then uh, plenty, plenty more coming up uh, the rest of this week. I'm going to have uh, some big, amazing race stuff to uh, coming down the pike. Uh, plus our amazing race recap show on Friday night, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. Um, what, uh, what's the hashtag? Oh, um, well, we don't always do a hashtag on, on know-it-alls, but, uh, oh, what, uh, what, okay. but we, can, we can do one. We talked about Buttman. But man, that's yeah. probably that's probably you don't want to be tweeting that out. That's, yeah, yeah. That's right. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm new to the you know whether or not we're hashtagging know it alls or not. I, it's typically left out of my hands. I, uh, if you want, I'm, well, I'm happy to, I'm happy to hashtag no, I prefer, it. I prefer, I prefer you to make these decisions. Okay, you know, I, yeah, you're uh, the, you're the mastermind. All right, uh, let's go with then. How about uh, <laughs> twenty plus? How about that? That's pretty good. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Stephen, very, very fun know-it-alls tonight. Can't wait to do it all again next Wednesday night, 9.15 p.m. Thanks so much to everybody that joins us live and also uh, who makes us part of their Survivor experience every week uh, when they listen to the podcast in the archive. Stephen, have a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you, Rob. All right, take care, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.